Hi everybody and welcome back to episode 16 of the podcast. So at this point, you know, life's getting back to normal a little bit, somewhat, some way, kind of as I was saying and like been preaching this whole time, um, <clears throat> that was like the most important thing to me. I just wanted to get back to normal, um, just start to do things that I used to do and like not with assistance or help or doing it a different way than I did it before. I wanted to do it the way I did it before my accident, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to just completely defy all odds, and I just, I couldn't fathom doing things, like, the way I was doing them for so long, um, differently, like, forever, and just, I had just, like, a different mindset and just different goals in my head. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't settle, I just couldn't be like everyone else, you know what I mean? I didn't want to be like the typical, oh, this catastrophic injury, like, yeah, you might not ever be like this, you might not be able to do this type of stuff, but it's like, you know, you're here, you're walking, whatever. It's like, yes, that's great, but bigger goals, always, um, can constantly just pushing myself. So, you know, um, <clears throat> I started basically driving um, myself, got a car, like started driving like everywhere, started driving myself to therapy. Um, and I remember like the very first day that I pulled up and that I told everyone that I was driving, everyone, like my therapist, John was just incredible. So happy. And he like told everybody and, you know, they kind of made like a big deal and, you know, it seems silly, but like, it just kind of goes to show again, like how good of people they were and like how much they really had my back and how much they supported me. And, like, it was totally, it's just, I don't know, it's just so crazy um, to just have complete strangers be, like, a big part of your life and end up being, it being, like, deeper than that. And you gain, like, such a big relationship and you, like, driving your car for the first time in months um, just to therapy, you know, 15-minute drive, whatever. Like, it was just such a big deal and it was just great to have that. Um, so, we you know, we were doing that. Everything was good. Um, and then, uh, I started kind of, uh, I wanted to like get back out to work. I knew I couldn't do like full time. Um, so like standing at this point, I really couldn't stand like for long durations. I never, I didn't really test it. I w it's like when I was like out somewhere or, you know, doing things like walking, like I would try to like use like my full body and just try to like use my body weight and walk normal, do everything and just try to like stand up, you know, just do like what normal people would do. Like normal people don't just sit all day. Um, you know what I mean? Like you get up, you go do this, you go do that, little things, whatever. You run outside, you go check the mail, you know, just whatever. So it was just like kind of wanted, it was almost, I did like, I felt like it was forced at the beginning, but it was kind of like, you know, I got to train my legs. I need to get them stronger. I need to get them used to like standing and walking for long hours at a time again so that was that was just kind of where I was at at this point um but I was still you know it was a struggle so anyways you know I can't stand for long but I'm applying for jobs part-time like just kind of trying to kind of get back into the flow like uh you know like I had some money that I was like using from like that I had saved up and like had money like left over whatever from previous job and everything and so like you know everything was going fine but now it was just like all right you know the normalcy again I like and now now it's like I like money I'm starting to like 
take care of myself a little more again. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just time to get back to that. So that's where I was at. That's where my headspace was at. And I knew like manual labor because those were like always the jobs that I would go for more so just because, you know, they paid well and the hours were usually good, whatever. Like I was always willing to sacrifice a work day or whatever, just put in that time, just clock in, clock out for to like fund my dreams. You know what I mean? That was just always what I did. Like I've always had that work ethic and I think that carried into my recovery from my accident, obviously, because like I've just always just been so like goal minded and determined and like I want something and I want what I want type thing. So that's just where I was at. I was applying for jobs, um, screen printing. That was like, I've always kind of like talked about it, but I never, I just never really had the opportunity because like every job that was like that, it was just like they weren't paying well or, you know, they, they didn't want to hire me because I didn't have quote unquote experience, even though, you know, I, I've actually been printing for some time at this point, like, you know, a little over a year, two year, year and a half, probably like at, before the accident, like I was really just kind of getting into like the flow of things. Um, like I was just starting to get good, you know, kind of like owning my craft or whatever. Um, so I just knew like, why not take it, you know, like take, let's just, let's take it to that next level. It's time to like really just get back to life. Um, normalcy, whatever. So that was the goal. Um, applied for jobs, screen printing, and I actually ended up getting an email and I was like, yeah, let's try it out. I'm all about, um, this, this opportunity, you know, it was like decent hours, part-time just, you know, in the job description, it's, it's never always like what it seems obviously, but you know, you get your idea. So I go in, you know, I remember had a haircut and like I'm dressed up, but like I have like a hardcore limp at this point. Um, so I walk in and, you know, I'm trying my best to just kind of like muster up, but it was the left leg for so long. Um, they, just because of like all the ligament damage and everything and like my calf for so long was just so tight and it hurt and it was just so weak and I had so much going on and I literally thought I was going to just limp forever because it seemed like it was never going away, but everyone was like, oh yeah. I limped, I didn't even have what you had, and I limped for like however months or whatever, and I was just like, geez, okay, so, you know, it's just something to do with like the knee and the ligaments and just the way it connects, and that's just kind of where it went, you know, so I was just like, all right, limp, but it's going to go away, you know, hopefully. At this point, I'm just like, geez, it's like severe, like people are like, you know, are you okay? So anyways, I walk in, and I sit down, and first thing... I ended up learning her name was Chelsea. She asks, uh, like, are you okay? And I was just like, uh, yeah, I was just like, I was, I'm actually like recovering from an injury. So that was just always like, that was always like the icebreaker, you know, that was always the easy way to just kind of make my way into conversations, I guess, because at, for, a, for a long time, like it was so hard for me to just, uh, like talk to people and just be able to like communicate and have conversations without like getting all like red and flustered or like stuttering. Like I just could not talk to people and like truly me being at like a vulnerable state and then just being around so many people and just so many people like taking care of me and seeing me in this way. Like it truly just changed me to where I was like, 
I don't care at all like anymore about anything or about what anyone thinks of me or says of me so it's just like I think that was just kind of something and that was always in the back of my head so now it's just easy I'm just like oh yeah I've been through like something five billion times worse than just this conversation here so I think I can handle talking to someone so anyways I kind of go into it and uh they were just kind of like uh okay like are you like are you okay like you know like it was just like uh all right like and you want to like apply for a job in like screen printing and this is this was like April that I ended up getting a job so you know that's like six months later basically that I was back to work um and so that was just kind of like the conversation and I was just like yeah like I'm ready I can do it and keep in mind like I still cannot stand um for a long time at all and the hours were ended up being like 10 to 4 so that was six hours of standing and she even said to me she was like uh are you gonna be able to like handle standing for that long like I almost feel like that's torturing you making you stand I'm like oh no I can handle it like I'm fine you know I'm, I'm, I'm doing therapy every day like you know I let her know I was like my therapy schedule so I was like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like, I just got to come a little later, but, like, Tuesday, Thursday, like, you know, like, it was, well, first it was 10 to 4, you know, so it was just, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but, like, I, I might be a little later than 10 type thing, so, you know, which she was totally fine with, not a big deal, you know, it was maybe a half hour late every now and then, but my therapist was always good about that, so everything was great, that went well, and uh, then her, the person who was with her that was also interviewing me, which... She also ended up being like a big part of my life was Sarah. And, uh, you know, they both just asked me questions about like my experience with screen printing and doing all this. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like I burned my own screens. Uh, I print my own expo like films. Um, I, I register everything like I've I had a four color press, which means you can only do four colors at a time. I was like, I could do like six colors on my four color press. Like I was just like, oh, yeah, like I have all the the knowledge and experience but it's like it's all DIY but so now I just kind of wanted to take it to that next level like I was saying like I wanted to finally like take it to that next step get serious make it a career so um I think like obviously they could see like I guarantee no one has ever walked in that room and said what the things I did to them with all the experience at my age everything and just kind of like being able to just throw me in the fire and just do it so anyways I get the job obviously and I start out like part-time um you know Monday I think it was like Monday through Friday uh so you know like 10 to 6 or whatever so it, like, it wasn't like crazy hours and then like so it ended up being or no 10 to 4 you know so it was like six hours a day and then a little later on Tuesday Thursday um you know which was nice and then you know, eventually kind of moved up and doing the full things, but I remember I had, like, a weekend. She was like, okay, let's start on the following Monday, because this was, like, a Thursday or a Friday, and so I was like, yes, that's perfect, so that whole weekend, I was trying to just stand and, like, do a bunch of things as far as, like, getting my legs ready to, like, go print and handle all this, and so that was kind of it, and I remember, like, my first week, um, my legs just hurt, like, they were just so tired, exhausted. Like, even at work, um, after about, like, halfway through the day, you know, I'd go, I'd have my lunch, which was nice, and go sit down, and, 
she was always like, you know, you can go sit down, take a break whenever. But I was like, no, like, I'm not just going to, like, come here and, like, sit down all day, like, type thing also. I was like, I told you I can work, so, like, I'm going to work. But it's just, like, if I, you know, do a little stretch or if I do go sit down for, like, 30 seconds and, like, you know, regroup or whatever and kind of get loose, then, like, you know, she was cool. But, like, I was just always, like, I never really used it as an excuse because I knew I could have and I could have milked it, especially at the beginning and not even really milking it, especially because I, I, you know, I, there were times when I for sure needed it, and I had, like, the full right to do that, you know, like, it was totally okay, and obviously with my injuries, like, no one's gonna blame me for that, you know, my doctors know it was, like, you know, light duty, like, don't have them lift heavy, crazy stuff, you know, but screen printing, you know, the biggest thing you're kind of lifting is, like, uh, just, like, on a day-to-day, I guess, is, like, boxes of, like, shirts and hoodies, and some of them can definitely get heavy, but like, you know, at that time I, there was a bunch of people there. I did not need to grab stuff like that. Like there was stuff everywhere, you know, as, and I was working with someone just kind of like doing the on the spot training, you know, figuring all that out. Um, the person that I worked with the most was Sarah and she, uh, she was great. She was truly like seriously so amazing. Um, I'm like grateful for her. She was like a mom figure type thing. You know, she was just, she was like that mama bear, whatever you want to call it. Like she just kind of cared. She even told me, she was like, are you okay? Like, are your legs fine? Like she would just always ask me like, how was therapy? How's everything going? Like, you know, kind of talking like more lifey stuff, like while we're at work, because there was so many days, like it was just me and her. Um, everyone was just kind of like, it was, I kind of like got into the point like where things were starting to like really pick up at that place um, as far as like production wise and like getting more employees, you know, whatever, not just having like one full time printer. So it was kind of cool to just see like a print shop like go from like, all right, like, you know, they're obviously successful, but now it's like, okay, now we're doing like numbers and we're like doing stuff like all day, every day, quantity, like deadlines, do this, do that. You know what I mean? So it was just super great. Um, Sarah really taught me a lot and she, she really like helped me get through a lot of things. Like she really taught me so many things on the screen printing level that I probably never would have learned or I would have learned from just doing a bunch of like trial and error and a lot of things, you know, kind of maybe not going the best or I was maybe like, you know, have to mess up an order or something for it to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of how that's how it was. Um, so I was just like grateful for her. She taught me a lot, went over the learning curve. And then Chelsea, you know, my boss, she was just so amazing. Um, truly grateful for her and just like everything like throughout this and what she taught me and what I've learned from her as like a boss and a business owner. Um, and like, I've kind of taken into like my own account day to day type thing, you know, like I'm just super grateful for all the things that I learned and taught about and was like taught at that place. Um, but yeah, so I'll kind of get more, I'll talk more about my job, um, in the next episode a little bit to kind of wrap up that portion of it. But during like my workforce, like I ended up graduating therapy. Um, and you know, we, for so long, it was just like, uh, you know, like I thought I was going to be there for like a year. Uh, I don't know, like nine months, whatever, like just a long time. I guess I was just whatever. I was, I, I assumed I was going to be there for much longer than it ended up being, you know what I mean? Um, so 
that just kind of went to show once again, my therapist was just like, I did not imagine we would be doing the things we were doing by this time. You know, I'm, I'm like really ramping it up, especially now that I'm working, kind of doing things. So now like I'm, I'm doing like functional things to kind of like help me get through my day a little better. Um, you know, we're running, jumping, hopping, like really strengthening and testing those ligaments and those knees and just kind of getting as much like, like we're doing like body weight, you know, at the beginning and then we're, we're like cutting off, uh, like blood flow on like my thighs and doing like just like as many reps as possible. So what they do is they cut off blood flow on your legs so that it's just for some reason, like that helps you just like not get tired. Basically like your muscles that like tenses them up. And so you can just do a lot more and not, and like you feel like your muscles are being squeezed the whole time. So it's like, you're doing a full time workout, you know, but you're not obviously like I'm still doing like whatever weight, like 30, 40 on like my knees with like, straightening it extensions and then like squatting with like a 40 pound kettlebell and you know like doing kettlebell swings like a 30 pound kettlebell and with those on the whole time so like you know we're just pumping it you do it for like 15 minutes at a time and then you just watch all the blood flow come back it's crazy um but like that was just super nice like super cool super grateful you know and we're like running on the treadmill doing things like that um the kobe strong 10 page has a lot of these workouts on there of like that I kind of mentioned and uh I'll put some up top at the at the top of the pin page and we did like quick feet which is where like there's like a little step six inches or whatever and you do like left right left right left right up down up down and just like simultaneously type thing and it was just kind of crazy like seeing like it started at like 17 seconds by the end of the week I was down to like nine seconds we're doing like 50 or whatever like it was just like the progression was just like really getting crazy and ramping up now that I was, you know, doing more functional things, getting around, doing things like that. So it was awesome. Um, super grateful that like things just like really started to come around and then it came to a point where my therapist was just like, uh, I think it's time to talk about like discharge date type thing. And he ended up talking to my caseworker and they went over some things and it was just like, yeah, like I don't, like there's just nothing really more so that we can do here. Like you kind of, you can move and you're functional. You know, I, I get around walking pretty well by this point, you know, it's, it's July, late July, almost August. <clears throat> and, uh, it was just, you know, things were finally coming along, whatever. And so it was just like, all right. Yeah. But, and I remember everyone was just kind of skeptical and like, well, I guess not everyone, but some people on my side were like skeptical because they were like, Oh no, you need therapy. You need to go. You need someone to like, work you out or you're never going to get back. You're going to go back to what you were. Uh, you'll never, you won't, like, you're doing so good on, at your recovery and you're like right that you're recovering. And I just don't want it to go blah and blah. And I was just like, okay, well, what, am, what are they going to do that? I can't do. What do you mean? Like now I have more time. I got a gym membership. So I would go to the gym. I'm standing on my feet all day. I'm working full time, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I know what I need to do. Why would I want to go back? Why do you think that I would want to go back to being weak and not being able to walk and, you know, like just being in pain because I'm just so weak and I'm working out and it hurts and no, I don't want to digress whatsoever. I want to just continue getting stronger because one, I don't want anything to ever happen to me like that again. And two, I don't want to deal with that ever again. Like that was, that was traumatic when I think about it every single day, like why, why would I ever, why would I even want to relive that? You know what I mean? So yeah, July 30th, uh, 2021, not 
not many months after my accident, <clears throat> October 14th, that was my date. So, you know, that was basically like nine months later. And so not a full year, but close enough. But even, even so, like at this point, they didn't expect me to be doing what I was doing, which was just crazy to even hear. So I'm grateful. I couldn't be more grateful. I had my family there, my girlfriend there. Um, it was just amazing. We had like a little, you know, we took some pictures, everyone, like literally everyone came in, they watched me. They have like this gong that you hit when you graduate. So I hit the gong and like the staff and like some doctors and some nurses, whatever, just everyone was just in there and like clapping. And I had like a round of like a standing applause, man. Like, oh, it kind of makes me emotional. Like it was, it was emotional because it was just like, man, like I did it here I am. But then it was just like, man, I'm never going to really like see these people again. You know, like I went from like, it was my daily routine type thing to just like, well, see you around type thing. And me and my, me and John, my therapist, we, we stay in touch a little bit, um, which is all I could ask for. Um, I, we're, we're gonna, you know, like I, I've been in I've a few times. I've definitely went in and popped in and said hi and said hello to everybody and it's just been great just still kind of like maintaining that relationship and them just being like oh how you doing oh man you're looking great I'm just like that's you know that's all I could ask for because they really saw me go through it all and you know so they them of all people would know probably just as much as me you know what I mean if not just as much right right next to as much as me so I'm grateful for them and their input and I will always like hold a special place in my heart for Utah Orthopedics and the staff and all my doctors and nurses and everyone, like if I ever see anyone out in public or whatever, like I, it's almost just like, yeah, look at me. Like I'm like, I want to like show off, like, you know, like this is that kid who was in that room mooing at 3am and now he's walking and running and playing basketball full time, whatever, you know, like it's just crazy to see how far I've come and to just see the people who have like really been along the journey and who have like stuck it out this whole time and, just continue to just be amazed and impressed and that's what I want to do and that's why I did this podcast because I want to just share my story and share my struggles and then my successes and what came out of it and hopefully help the next person going through something similar um so thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you next week